0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, Better to get 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring.
0: Hey everyone, Alexey Talanda here. And as we continue putting Ostium Season 6 together, it's time to let you enjoy what else I've been working on all year. You've probably heard me mention the Ostium Sagas a few times, this new, what has now become its own big, long-running series about a strange book Steve finds in the Ostium Network from the 18th century. You might have already listened to the first episode when it was released a while ago, but you're getting it again to kick off the series in order. But don't worry, you'll also get the second episode as well and then a new episode every week until Ostium Season 6 is ready to release. And we'll keep the Ostium Sagas running on alternate weeks as we release Season 6 episodes, so you'll have plenty to keep you entertained. Now, if you enjoy the first two episodes and want more right away, you can become a patron on the Ostium Network Patreon at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. And by supporting at any level, you'll get access to all the Ostium Sagas episodes already released there, which is about 15 episodes, so something to think about. Again, just head on over to patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. Okay, I hope you enjoy the osteum Sagas, this little idea I had at the beginning of the year that's blossomed into something I can't stop writing and recording and putting together, and totally love every moment of it along the way. Let's now take a journey together into the Ostium Sagas.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring.
0: Ostium Sagas. One Intro Introduction. Okay, let me explain the title right from the get-go, because that's probably what you're most confused about at the moment. I'm sure you've got plenty of other questions about the name and who the hell I am, but let me just clear up that one detail right from the beginning. It's called an intro introduction because, once I've given this my intro introduction, there's going to be an actual introduction at some point in another person's words but in my voice and I couldn't very well just start reading that person's words aloud and expect the listener to understand what the hell is going on without explaining myself a bit first. And because when I do get to reading the person's words, the first section is literally called the introduction. I had to come up with something decent and witty to call it, and after thinking on it for a bloody long time, and when my head started to really hurt, I decided why bother complicating things further? Why not just make it easy and obvious? And I came up with a completely new word that I'm not sure anyone has actually ever used before. Hence, intro introduction. Okay, now to answer your next question. Who the hell am I? Well, if you don't recognize my scintillating British accent and aren't familiar with Ostium or the Ostium Network, well then, I'm not really sure how you came across these recordings. Or if you know of my earlier recordings, or the enigmatic Mysteries of the Unknown, or Jake's Ostium recordings, or even Mum's for that matter. Anyway, enough waffling on, I'll just do a quick self-intro. My name's Steve Chase. Monica Chase is my mum, and Jake Fisher, in addition to being my mate, is... well, he's bloody Jake Fisher. Trust me, he's the apparent linchpin to this whole Ostium Network thing, though none of us, including himself, fully understand how yet. You see, Ostium is a very strange town where there are no people and lots of doors, and those doors take you to different places in space and time, so long as you do it in the right order. If you want to learn more, be sure to check out the Ostium recordings of one Jake Fisher. Everything will make more sense then, if you're still confused. And so the Ostium Network is the creator of the town of Ostium, and it's what was once the city of Gibraltar, and is now its own island in another dimension. I know, it's a lot to take in. Again, check out the recordings and I won't say everything will make sense, but you'll at least understand things a lot better. And so the Ostium Network is where I'm currently residing, with a fantastic AI named Jean, and a sorceress of the Circe named Thyra. And for her story, you'll want to check out her recordings. They're even helping her get back her magical abilities somehow. Yeah, I know. Pretty cushy, isn't it? So what does that have to do with the price of bread? Well, give me a bloody minute and I'll explain it to you. You see, I found a book. A very special book by the looks of it. Called The Ostium Sargas. Pause for dramatic emphasis. And dum-dum-dum... It was on a random day, at a random time, after a very satisfying lunch, that I began another jaunt through the Ostium network. Being the city of Gibraltar, I don't need to convey the fact that it's a very big place, especially for one person to be searching door by door. Did you see what I did there? About the doors? A blatant Ostium reference! Well, if you didn't see it, such a then. Anyway, I was searching through one of the residential sections, going through the houses. Not looking for anything specific necessarily, but lots of belongings had been left and none of these people would be returning anytime soon to claim them. And one of the houses led me to the basement after I'd thoroughly checked every other room in the abode. My house doesn't have a basement, but some of these apparently do, like this one. So I was definitely a little curious and excited to see what I would find. And then was promptly disappointed to discover shelving racks with lots of boxes of old clothes and knickknacks and personal items that were all pretty mundane. But as I said, I had to be thorough. To be 100% sure I didn't miss anything, so it meant taking every box off the shelves and going through them all one by one. If I'd put each one back up immediately after going through it, I definitely wouldn't have noticed a slightly different looking spot on the wall. It was an ordinary looking wall, as wall standards go, with shelves covering it up, but in one spot low down to the ground, over on the far left, was a lighter spot. The colour looked the same, the colour of the paint on the wall that is, But this one spot looked just a little bit lighter. Again, I wouldn't have noticed it at all if I hadn't taken down all the boxes and seen it completely bare. So then I went to investigate. Up close, it was really hard to see if there was any difference but this one spot. I actually had to walk back to the place I'd been in before just to make sure I was looking in the right place, and then retrace my steps. That's how minor the difference was. I couldn't help reaching out and touching it. My balance was off as I crouched down to do this, and I felt myself falling forward, and my hand pressed on the wall in that one spot, and pushed into it. Apparently, I'd just found a hidden panel. There was a clunking sound of something unlocking behind me. I turned around and didn't see anything different. Of course, the floor was covered in boxes. So I started putting them all back on the shelves as quickly as I could, and then I saw the part of the floor that was now sticking up. A square panel that definitely hadn't been visible before. I carefully lifted it up, and a piece of the floor came away to reveal a wooden box beneath. The box came out of the hole on the floor, and I couldn't help letting out a sigh of relief when I saw there wasn't a lock on the box. And then I asked Zhang, the AI, if they knew anything about this, and they said they were completely unaware of the existence of this book and of the hidden mechanism in the wall, or the panel on the floor. They told me about the person who lived in the house, who was a cleaner for the Ostium network. So nothing special then. What was this person doing with this box? And more importantly, what the hell was in the box? And because there was no locking mechanism, I didn't waste any time finding out. I took a deep breath, and then lifted up the lid. Okay, that hadn't been done in a while apparently. And inside was this big old book. How exciting! I wrapped my hands around it and lifted the book out of the box. It was really big and bloody heavy, and really thick, too. There must have been thousands of pages. I couldn't see if there was anything on the cover because it was all covered in dust. Another deep breath and some strong blowing later, and the room was now pretty dusty, but I could see the thick dark brown leather cover. The two words scorched into it. Ostium Sagas. In big black capital letters. I ran my finger over the words and could feel the roughness and scarring that had been caused when it had been singed into the former animal's flesh. Then I opened the cover.
1: only from rustolium